0: help it i know you felt it green and white white and green who are we the celtics who are we the celtics who are we the celtics all right celtics fans we are back with another episode of boston celtics game day recap i'm your host guy depocito and the celtics fall to the chicago bulls 121 107 the chicago bulls are the only team to beat the Celtics in regulation. They have done it twice now. The other two losses, both in overtime. This game was not close the entire time. Uh, It's going to be a short podcast. There are probably a lot of you that are going to listen to this podcast that shut the game off midway through because they didn't want to watch it. Uh, I unfortunately did not have that luxury. Uh, It was a pretty ugly game through and through for the Celtics team. Uh, We're going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through, player of the game. Uh, There really weren't many highs, so I'm going to keep that section really short, Uh, but we'll talk about the negatives, what went wrong for the Celtics. Uh, To get things started off here, I want to give player of the game to Malcolm Brogdon. First, like, actual game where he came back, played pretty well. Last game wasn't great for him. End of the night, 23 points, one rebound, six assists, zero turnovers. Five of six from three. He is the only guy uh, that shot 50%. Uh, I guess Sam Hauser was one of two. So small sample size. But he was the only guy that made more than one three-point shot uh, and was over 50% from it. So overall, solid game for Brogdon. Uh, you look at him throughout the the majority of the second half, he kind of switched it on. First quarter, he had six, second, zero. So he ended the half at six uh, and, again, ended the game with 23. So it's a really solid second-half performance for Brogdon. I thought defensively he was fine throughout this one. Uh, but overall, I mean, you look, there isn't there isn't a ton going on that you look at and you're like, oh, my God, the Celtics did this. The Celtics did that. Uh, overall, it was kind of a, an ugly game. We're used to seeing the Celtics team shoot, you know, in the 40% range from three. And it, honestly, they got up to towards that number. They ended the game at 38%. Overall, not bad. They ended the game 27 assists. Again, not bad. Uh, we have guys, Jalen Brown, 25 points, 9 of 20 from the field. Not bad. 4 of 10 from three. Pretty good. Jason Tatum, 28 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Another high assist game for him, 9 of 19 from the field, 4 of 10 from 3. Again, all of these numbers aren't bad. The issue was the fact that they just shot over and over and over from 3, and the ball movement wasn't there the same way that we've seen in that 9-game stretch. You look at the rest, of the, the rest of the stats, offensively, this isn't a bad game. Scoring 107, while it's not the 118 that we're accustomed to seeing, it's not bad. This Celtics team is talented enough defensively to hold the Chicago team, who really has been bad the last you know week or so. Uh, they should have held him below 121. And this isn't a game where you have DeMar DeRozan scoring 40-something points like he did against us last time. He scored 28. Not going to take anything away from him. He was great again tonight. Uh, Zach Levine, solid game from him as well. But overall, this really comes down to defense. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition there. Honestly, like I, I don't really know what else to say about you know positives. Jalen Brown at times looked fantastic. Uh, he had a really bad first quarter where he had one point. Uh, but then you followed it up. He had 12 points in the second quarter, another seven in the third, uh, and then you know chipped in five in the fourth. Jason Tatum didn't really. This is a weird game for Jason Tatum because again, I feel like I say this all the time. Jason Tatum didn't have any plays tonight that where he like stood out, where he looked fantastic, but he still ended the game 28, 11, and seven on pretty good shooting splits. So overall, it's just a, it's an odd game. Cause if, if I like just from the eye test alone, I'm saying Jason Tatum did not have a good game in this, but the numbers prove me wrong. Uh, I mean, honestly, and then you, you look up and down, like he had a minus 13 plus minus the worst amongst the well, actually smart was minus 15 as far as starters go. And then it was Jason Tatum right there with them. You know, the only player on the Celtics tonight that was a positive in the plus minus was Derek White. Uh, And, you know, after seeing, you know, Derek White pop off and like really hold down this Celtics offense and defense, frankly, the last couple of games with Brogdon out, uh, he was pretty quiet in this one. Four points, two rebounds, two assists, two of five from the field. He struggled from three. The shot fell back down uh O of three tonight. Uh but overall, I mean, there isn't a lot of positives to take from this one. Uh so with that being said, I'm gonna transition. I want to talk about some of the negatives. I want to talk about where I think the Celtics fell short. Uh before I do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at hopewellhempfarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. NBA fans, the NBA action is just getting started, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So want to talk some negatives here. Uh, This one started off ugly. The Celtics started the game one of seven from the field. Uh, even, Even the Bulls, I think, were two of eight to start the game. So it's not like one team was getting blown out. Both teams started the game pretty ugly. The Celtics just kind of continued that trend. Uh, We had five turnovers in the first seven minutes found themselves down 28, 23 after the first, you know, honestly, you could probably take that as a positive. We were six of 22 from the field, five of 17 from three with six turnovers in the first, and we were only down five overall. That's not bad. Uh, I mean, it is, it is bad, but the fact that they were only down five is not terrible. Right. However, The rest of the game basically followed suit. The Bulls pushed that lead up to 10. The Celtics got it down to eight. The Bulls pushed it to 15. Celtics got it down to 12. Bulls pushed it to 18. Celtics got it down to 15. And it just continued and continued and continued. This was a game, and I've been very bullish on the fact that I have never been nervous about losing a game, uh, this is very much a game where I had very, very little confidence in them winning because they weren't doing they weren't getting anything to fall. Uh, and there were a couple things that bothered me in this game, uh, one of them being, I guess sort of rotations. I don't want to say that Joe Missoula is the reason that the Celtics lost, but Al Horford played 35 minutes tonight. Al Horford, was extremely inefficient for 35 minutes. There were a couple of solid defensive plays where he bodied Vucevic, but outside of that, it was a bad bad night for Al Horford. 0 of 9 from the field, 0 of 7 from 3, contributed 0 points and only had 5 rebounds. You know, this isn't a this isn't an Al Horford that is going out and lighting up the stat sheet with rebounds much anymore, uh, but we need Al Horford to be better than what he gave us tonight, no doubt. Uh, but the fact that you know he's playing 35 minutes in a game where the Celtics lose by 14 points, to me, is bad coaching. Like, it's bad rotations. That should never be the case. But you look up and down, Grant, 35 minutes, Tatum, 36 minutes, Smart, 35, Jalen, 38. Right, like these guys should not be playing right up at that thirty-five plus threshold in a fourteen-point loss. This is very much a game where you give guys like Peyton Pritchard some time. Right, this was a situation tonight. You know, Sam Hauser only twelve minutes, Derek White only eighteen minutes, Luke Cornett again, especially in a game where Al Horford did not have it going. Only played six minutes. So this is very much a game where you know Joe Missoula decided to go small. He kind of switched out Brogdon and White at times. Uh when he took Al Horford out, again, wasn't a lot of time that he took Al Horford out, but this is a game the Celtics really lacked energy. And when you lack energy, what do you what is the best method to bring energy in? Bring an energy guy off the bench, right? I understand Joe wants to get these guys in rhythm. He wants to get them to fight through adversity. He was interviewed post-game about his timeout strategy, and a lot of it boiled down to the fact that he wants his guys to be able to fight through adversity, and I get that. I understand needing to to battle through these situations because come playoffs – we're gonna be in a lot of them. Everything is high stakes in the playoffs, right? There's no there's no game where you can just let your foot off the gas. You're all gas, no breaks. Come playoffs. So I get it. I get the the whole no timeout calling, but there comes a time where you're down 15 and you just watch the bulls go on an 8-0 run. Get these guys off the floor, get them some water and put in a guy like Pritchard that can go in and give you instant energy and provide some sort of spark. When the threes weren't falling early in the game, because they weren't falling early in the game, a guy like Peyton Pritchard can turn that tide. Uh, but he didn't get the opportunity to tonight. And I don't like it. Especially after you know the stretch where Brogdon was out, Pritchard stepped up. Pritchard played a lot of great minutes. In that stretch, he deserves the playing time. I think everyone, I think everyone would agree on that. Uh, but he's not being given the chance at this point, point. and that's the part that's super frustrating to me. Right? We can look at turnovers; is obviously a, a huge negative in this one. Fifteen turnovers tonight. Uh, Eighteen points off of those turnovers. We allowed the Bulls to get twenty-two fast break points. I will give one person credit. In this Derek White, I think he stopped three different transition plays. Uh, so three different fast break opportunities for the Bulls. Derek White busted his ass back and had just a couple great defensive stops. Outside of him, there wasn't much stopping of anything because 121 points again to this Bulls team that has been struggling hard is unacceptable. You look at the shooting stats for them, 52% from the field, 48% from three. They're not a super great shooting team, three-point shooting team. DeMar DeRozan, who is their you know main bucket getter, is very much a, de- a mid-range threat. Doesn't really step beyond three much. Uh, Zach Levine, very much a slasher, very much a finisher at the rim. Not a super great three-point shooter. However, this team destroyed the Celtics on that front. Uh, And the difference is they were just efficient doing it. You know, they didn't take 53 point attempts like the Celtics did. They took 29, but they hit 14 of them. Right? 14 of 29 for them, 19 of 50 for the Celtics. 19 of 50. We took 87 shots in this entire game. That is a massive, massive percentage of your shots. And the difference, again, and I mentioned this a little bit in the first half, the difference between this game and the, the rest of the nine-game win streak for this team is a lot of them came from you know pull-ups. Marcus Smart, I'm not going to knock him a ton because he only took five of them. He shot 40% from three. I don't think that's bad. People want to say that he had a couple of bad pull-up threes. I think maybe one, but you look, Jason Tatum, four of 10, Jalen Brown, four of 10. Again, percentage wise, those are fine, right? 40% is good. But when you're both taking 10 that proves that shows that there are a lot of pull-ups in the mix there. Jalen Brown was in his bag for a couple of them. He had that like corner fadeaway three, uh, Jason Tatum, similar circumstance, but both of those guys relied more so on their ISO game and didn't play the same offense that won nine straight games. It was not a drive and dish kind of night. Like, sure, we still ended the night, 28 assists. That's great. Right? The numbers on that are excellent. But the offense wasn't flowing the exact same way that we're used to seeing. And defensively, again, that is the biggest issue. We got out-rebounded by a ton, 51-38. Cannot have that happen. Offensive rebounding, we actually didn't even do that bad. We held him to only eight offensive rebounds. This is a, I'm pretty sure Vucevic had eight himself in that first game that we played him. Uh, Obviously didn't do that tonight, which is good. However, you're getting out rebounded by 13. It's an issue. It's an issue. Obviously, I talked about Al Horford not really helping in that department. Uh, Cornette really didn't get the minutes to help out in that department. Only six minutes tonight. Did get two rebounds. But I'm not going to sit here and say that Luke Cornette is a great rebounder anyway. Right? Uh, Overall, I don't know how much more you can really go on and talk about these negatives here. At the end of the day, this is a bad game. That's it. It's just a bad game. The Celtics are still first place in the Eastern Conference, and they're playing great basketball. Today was not a very good example of that, but it, it again, it's, it's one bad game. It's one bad game. Do I think they're going to regress? No. Do I think that they're going to come out and win the next game? Yes. Am I going to be confident about the team moving forward? Yes. These are just things that teams go through. It's an 82 game season. You're bound to have a bad game. No team goes undefeated. No team is going to win, you know, they're not going to end up 78 and 4, right? Yeah, that math checks out. They're not going to end up 78 and 4. They're going to lose a couple more games before the season ends. Are they going to be as ugly as this one? Hopefully not. Hopefully they're in some of these games. Uh, But, I mean, listen, it it is what it is. Overall, tough game for the Celtics. I'm expecting them to bounce back. I think they will bounce back. Uh, They've got a a tough road ahead. Their next game, Mavericks. uh, Luka is playing like an MVP candidate, similar to what we thought Tatum was going to be. Uh, Tatum kind of fell off a little bit, expecting him to pick it up. Uh, And then we go to the Kings, and I know that sounds like an easy win because historically the Kings are terrible. However, this Kings team right now is second in the league behind the Celtics in offensive efficiency. So they've been fun to watch. Uh, So that's what we got. Two tough games coming up in the schedule. I never thought I'd be saying that the Kings would be a tough game, but – the Celtics really looked like they could have used some energy in this one. Hopefully, they come ready on Wednesday because it's going to be a battle. Always is against Luca, But that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at NBA Uh Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah. You couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?